This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, welcome to Toffee TV. It is the Daily Live Extra. The day after Everton drew nil nil with Bolton Wonders. Which we'll, t- we'll, we'll come on to that. We'll come on to that game. I was at the game last night. Well, let's get straight into it. Uh, Dominic Calvin has been linked with a move to Roma this morning f- from Italy. Um, yeah, in Italy. So the deal, according to them, according to them, would be a loan with an obligation um, because of mostly because of Tammy Abraham's injury. Mm. Um. Apparently, it would be twenty million pound obligation the season after, uh, which would be Dom's last season, wouldn't it? Basically, at Everton, uh, would sorry because he's got two. I think he's got two years left, hasn't he? So, I listen. It's an interesting one. It's come from nowhere. Normally, when stories come from nowhere, there must be some kind of some kind of yeah. It's truth. a weird one to make up. Yeah, it is a weird one to make up. He he does fit there. It's funny, isn't it? Because I think we used to always look at Dom and go, "Oh, could Tammy Abraham's be his replacement?" Well, yeah. Could Dom become Tammy Abraham's replacement? Because obviously he's going to be out for some for some while. Um, I think for them, um, it's a good replacement. He's not totally similar to Tammy Abraham, but it's a you know he's a number nine. I think. On his mm. his body might be under less strain in the you know playing in Italy. You know we 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 thought the same with with Mina, and I think it might have the same effect with Calvert Lewin. I think for us, if it's an obligation, it's twenty million. We c- can we account for that money now, so we can spend that money now because we know we got an obligation. Yeah, basically, yeah. Basically. So then you need to. You know, if you were going to let him go, then you'd want the money now, wouldn't you? So if you can get an obligation, which means you can spend the money now, then that's ideal. But you've got to have replacements ready to go. And if you can get replacements who might not be as as, as good as Calvert-Lewin or is just as good as Calvert-Lewin, but you know he can play every game. There's an uncertainty with Calvert-Lewin because the last two seasons he hasn't really played any games and he scored, well, last season he scored two goals or something like that. Season before, something like five goals. So if you can get a, someone who can come in and play more games, but that's the thing—you have to have a replacement. And not only do we need two strikers already, you let him go. You might need, an, you know, we've got Dan Juma who's versatile, but you might need another two or three forwards. Yeah, listen, we're 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 what two and a half weeks away from the season. Yeah. Dominic Calvert-Lewin hasn't kicked the ball yet in pre-season, um, which is slightly worrying. No idea where he is. In, in terms of a comeback, um, we've seen him obviously out in Switzerland on you know doing some training on the bike and that kind of thing. Um, Everton obviously need money um, to bring people in. You know the way the Torre deal, I imagine, was structured would be probably what wouldn't be as um, as appealing as the way New Denise would would be able to pay for it. So, it is an interesting one because it does almost eliminate that problem of there is there is a problem with Dominic Avaloon. Clearly, you know, two years being out injured uh, for the best part of two years. You need you need you need a consistent player who's going to play up front all the time, and it would create it would create a scenario where Everton would would you know you're not sitting there waiting for a player. Which I think's been the biggest issue is being like, well, we've got Dominic. We're doing it. We're we're almost doing it now, aren't we? We're still doing it now. We're like, yeah, but 
what if what if Dominic Calvert-Lewin could do it and what if you were to get rid of him, that would eliminate all those problems. In, in an ideal world, I wouldn't really want to get rid of Dominic Calvert-Lewin. I am sort of still optimistic that he could come back. I do think I do think he's a I do think he's a good player. Um I do think he gives us exactly what we need back to goal. Um he might not necessarily be the most clinical at times in front of goal. But I think what he gives you as a player, and I think we've seen that in the games of Brighton and the, and the game uh, at Leicester, is a player who, who um, creates opportunities for other people just by him being up there. He understands how to. He understands how to. Um, he understands how to to, to work centre backs again. Seeing that against Brighton, and he's definitely. I'm seeing in the comments here, and I just think it's nonsense. He's not a one season player. He's a he's a he's a player that has struggled with injuries, but he's still a very good footballer. And if you could get him fit, and that, then you'd see that. And I think we all saw that at the back end of last season. The problem is his fitness. So selling him could create a scenario where if we were to get you know, an obligation, we could go out and turn that into um, maybe a couple of strikers even. Um I suppose it all comes down whether there's a firm offer, you know, whether there's a firm offer, whether it's a realistic offer, and what and what what Everton have got in the pipeline, and also what his fitness is as well. Of course, Roma wouldn't want um, Roma wouldn't want obviously to bring in an injured player, so that so that yeah. that would take care of itself as well. But I'd, it'd be interesting. I'd like. Again, it's about communication. Where is Dominic Calvin-Lewin? What is it? What, you know, when are we expected to see him? You know, is he going to play in pre-season? He's going to be available in pre-season. I mean, last season we had them all pre-season, and then he got injured. He got injured after the the Kiev game, and then and then he he was out, wasn't he, for it for months, was he? Um, so it, so when did we get him back? Was it the Palace game we got him back, or around the Palace game, which was October, I think, was wasn't it? It's not always. Um, it's not always okay. You've got to have him, obviously, 100%. That's the number one thing. He's got to be 100%. Is he ever going to be 100% ever again? That's the issue. Could Everton, ju- could Everton just cash in and say, right, we can't go along with this anymore. We need a player who's going to play for us all the time. And is, and, and that's that's the conundrum, I, I suspect. A lot of us wouldn't want, wouldn't want to sell him, but are we ever going to get that Dominic Carvalhoon back who plays 30 games a season? You know, he's got, as I said, he's got, I think he's got two years left on a deal. Um, the last two years have been horrendous for for him as a footballer. Mentally, as a footballer, must be very, very tough. Um, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But we'll have to wait and see whether, listen, Italian clubs love to bid, counter bid, play people off each other. There's a there's a real art to the to the deal. There's a real art how they mm. do it. They like they might have another target in line and go, well, we're after this fella over here, and then you know they'll they'll use names. But it is a weird one that this one's just been pulled out of nowhere. I do find it quite interesting. Do, do you think it's the right time if you were to sell Dominic Calvert-Lewin? That would be the right time. See, that's the problem, isn't it? I I don't know because I honestly don't know what his injury situation is. I yeah. don't know. What he's capable what of. What he's capable of. I don't... Everton could turn around and go, we've cracked the code. We know what his injury problem is and we know how to manage it now. And once he gets through this, then he'll be all right. But I've heard that before, unfortunately. We were sitting here 12 months ago. Well, just as we were going into the season, and I think we did, it was on one of, like the first 1878 FM podcast. And me and Dave Vitti were talking about it. Well, obviously, we were all talking about it. Um, but we were saying, we need a centre-forward... Now, we were saying this 12 months ago. We need a centre-forward who's the number one centre-forward, not Dominic Carvalhoon. Mm. And maybe a hard decision needs to be made where you go, you haven't got that anymore. No, remember the money, money ball where he kept on playing the, uh, the 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 first base fella? So we went, I don't want you to play him. He's like, well, I'm playing him. All right, I'll sell him then. It's a bit like that. It's like, it's a bit, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know. It's just a very interesting one. I think it's a. I think it will. I just think it will. This one is an interesting debate because there's plenty of people in the comments who are saying just sell them. So um, we said for a while we can't 
plan is if Dominic Howard-Loon's going to No, no, and that, that I am 100% behind that. Ned, to me, Everton need a first-choice centre-forward, mm. and that's not Dominic Howard-Loon. So to build around. That's not to me, me saying we should sell Dominic Howard-Loon. I think I said a couple of, probably last week with Baz, I didn't want to sell him. But I do believe we need a number one centre-forward who isn't Dominic Carvalhoen. Mm. We need someone that Dom tries to get into the team against, not the other way around. That's difficult because I believe Dom's a really good player um, on his day. But his day so, so you know, comes so little. Um, I don't know. Let us know. Let us know. Maybe Ned will put a poll in the comments. Maybe Ned will do that. Would you sell yeah. Dominic Carvalhoen? Yes or no? Yes or no? It's um, it's an interesting one. Tammy Abraham has done. Is I I seen the injury when he done it. It's a horrific one. I don't. Who knows when he'll Ooh, be? Bang. It was horrible, wasn't it? Bent His knee bent back the other yeah. way. It's a really bad one. Could be out for a. Could be out for a year. Could be. It's, you know, easily. Um, and listen, Everton need a, Everton need a proper forward. You know, again, watch Mopai last night. It's a no for me. Um, I know it's pre-season, but it's a no for me. So, let just it doesn't look like a striker, does he? Do you know what last How night? How can you not want like a hunger for goal? No, last night, what I would say is he was dropping a little bit deeper and it suited him because he had Dobbin taking up the space. And that, 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 he looked a little bit better because of that, but we don't play like that. That was just, mm. that was just more because of, um, because of because of I imagine because of last night, just because. But he's he's not a centre forward we can go into the season with. He might be the centre forward we go into the season with. Um, well, we've seen as well against the teams we've played so far, Wigan and Bolton dominating all of the ball. We're not going to get down the Premier League, so no, no, we we need we listen. Dan Juma will change a lot of change a lot of things. I think for our front line and 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 obviously having having. Fish that was obviously not a you know, you know, we'll come back to Dominic Harvard. Let's talk about last night. I mean, obviously, last night it was a bit of a mixed bag of a team. Obviously, Dobbin starting, Andre Gomez starting. Gomez was the one for me, like, whoa, uh, you know, him starting. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a mixed bag last night. So, what did you think of Dobbin? Um, not ready. Not mm. ready, not strong enough. Maybe um, needs another loan before not, they just not physically strong enough. Not capable of, uh, not capable of beating his man enough times with his pace because he wasn't he wasn't strong enough. Um, so probably probably needs a probably needs another another loan. Um, before you make that decision on on him. Um, obviously it was a very strange game because obviously at our time we made we made eight changes. Second half was more like an under twenty ones game. Um. And obviously, I think we left we left Keane on there, didn't we? And um, but it became an under twenty ones game in the second half. But the first half, we had loads of chances. I mean, I well, there was a great move. I know it's been it's been it's been the videos been put round for first, first, first few minutes. It was, a, it was a great move. Started at our at our at left our own left back played it out. Kept you know and got it. And Awobi wasted the chance. Awobi wasted a couple of chances. Um, and I, but I was disappointed. I was disappointed. For me, like a Wobi, they these are the they. I know it's only a friendly, but you're like, no, go and score a couple of goals. Mm. You should be scoring a couple of goals. Get your confidence up. Get people excited. Um, Gomez, Gomez was um, just strolling around as ever, and yeah, I think again, he's not one I'd be looking at and thinking, oh, he's going to do a job for us in the Premier League. The second half, the second half with the kid, with most of the kids, again it was difficult. It was playing a League One team, big and strong. Some of them found it quite difficult. I, I, I kept an eye on Stanley Mills and I had a look at, look, little look at Lewis Warrington. Neither of them really jumped out at me. I think there's Lewis Warrington is close to going to Plymouth, and. Um, Stanley Mills has been given permission to speak to Oxford um, to go on loan. Neither of them, I think both of them, certainly Stanley Mills, because it'd be his first loan, I think he needs to go out and 
just play for a show season. a little bit more. Yeah. Warrington's a little bit different because obviously he's had a he's had a he's couple had, of loan spells, hasn't he? He's had the last eighteen months he's been on loan. He should be looking at a championship. I'm not now. I'm not sure on him. I'm not, I'm not sure to be honest because of James Garner being ahead of him. Um, but what I would say about a lot of those players last night is one. The physical side of things, getting away from your player, being to shrug them off and get that little bit of space. Two, two, I would say that they were too many of them were under hitting passes and not seeing the bigger picture of the of the game. So when a lot of them were playing like trying to play really nice little passes and they were getting cut out and stuff, um, when they made a few changes, I thought they settled down and some of them looked good. Um, but it was really difficult to find someone who really stood out. I must admit, I must admit it was. I was hoping that Stanley Mills or Lewis Warrington would really stand out to me, but I don't. I don't think they did. I think Lewis Warrington had a, had a few good moments on the ball, um, but it. But listen, it's a pre-season friendly. I was just hoping one or two of them would jump out a little bit, so you'd go, yeah, he looks all right. Him, he looks ready to. Dobbin, Dobbin was all right. You know, we had. I think he had one really good opportunity. Um, got himself in some decent areas. I just, I don't know whether he's got the build quite yet. He's very raw. Maybe that's, maybe that's what, what the manager would want. I don't know. Um, I think last night was an opportunity to impress him. I don't listen. I don't think anyone let themselves down. I don't think anyone was terrible or anything like that. Jal Virginia was good in goal as well. He made some really good saves. To be fair to him, some really good saves. So to, you know, he'll obviously be. I think he'll be the number two this season. Um, I thought he did quite well in goal. Made a couple of really good saves in either half. There was one, one in the second half where I thought it was guaranteed goal, and he made a big, big save to uh, push it wide, but. They did all right. They did okay in the second half. And as I said, Bolton kept out pretty much a fair team and then slow it dripped. They made a lot of subs in the second half where we made them all at once at half time. So um would have been nice to see a goal. Would have been nice, you know, for look, again the Evertonians in the uh who'd made the trip. Thousands there again. Um I do love it when you play these teams though, and some of the shouts you hear. So the number one, they properly ate us. But some of the shouts they come out with, oh my god! I what were they saying? Oh, just some of the songs and like properly, like like it's a, it's a friendly Premier League. You're having it's a, a laugh game at, for kids oh, to listen, listen, and you're like players. Premier League. You're having a laugh. Look at you, stay to use. It's just Wigan, but a little bit the same one. Not as bad as they. They were terrible last night. Um, oh, giddy because Joe Joe Machen says, "Ped, I was in the away end last night, and there was no food or drink being sold in the stadium. It was abysmal." They left crates of bottles of water on the floor at our time for people to fight over. Yeah, I heard this last night, yeah. Joe, and it is disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. I believe, um, I know someone who was in the, I know a journalist who was in the Everton end. And first of all, they had problems with the car park. They were told to go to one car park, and when they got there, they were, they were turned away after having queued in traffic for ages to get into this car park, and then basically having to go back out and having to go through more bad traffic, and they and and apparently the Bolton steward said, "Oh, we weren't expecting as as many fans as this." They sold you have sold a, have tickets. A look at your tickets. You, like you sold, sold tickets. There was about four thousand Evertonians there. They sold them out and then added extra allocation. There was probably more Evertonians there than there was Bolton fans, and I, yeah, I heard that. No, that's disgusting. That that is absolutely disgusting. Um. In the what was what total sh total sheet stadium? It was a total sheet stadium. Um, totally shine stadium. Yeah, I heard that last night. That's a disgrace. That and That's then you put water on the floor for people to fight over and cause trouble. Weird stadium as well as the weird names it has. Yeah, what's those random white big white thing? It looks like a rugby ground. Did it? Well, it was. It's a uh, yeah. It was built. It was built in a different era. Um, but yeah, Weird. very, very, very poor, very poor. Um, yeah, very poor. Uh, what was funny at the end was I was in the reception at the very end of the game, and um, <laughs> I was in the reception sorting out my car parking. And um, Ben Godfrey wanted to find out where the local Tesco was, he was obviously very peckish. Oh, yeah, because I went in it, yeah, and the fella I was with was saying, There's a lad there with Everton training gear on. 
Yeah. At the tail, and I was like, so Ned, and I couldn't find Ned. Him. Right, let me just. Ned was at Bolton last night, but he wasn't at the game. He was on a hike, and he was sending me pictures of the stadium, and I was sending him pictures of where he was. Very. I said, "Can you see me waving?" Yeah, and he went, and I went. I actually did look up like a dope. Yeah, so Ben Godfrey I must have been ben wanted Godfrey. to know where the local uh, Tesco was because he was obviously peckish after the game. Yeah, because I was in the big Tesco and. Uh, he, he, I think the, I don't know whether security. I don't think he really needed security, but um, he, he walked, he walked out the front door of the stadium literally and just went to where this Tesco yeah, was, yeah. which I thought was quite funny. So you, you saw someone in Everton saying in No, I didn't. Home. The fellow I was with, uh, my brother-in-law turned around and he went, "There's a fellow in Everton training here at the at the till there," and I went, "I just one of the players." Yeah, I didn't look. He just wasn't bothered. Did you just turn your brain off? Yeah, yeah, so too bothered about getting me getting me scran. Okay, that is fair enough. I wouldn't have done anything anyway. What would Sc- you have done? Score, lad. Fair enough again. Score, lad. That's that's the shout. I think most people will be saying this season to um, to Everton players. Um, yeah. So we listen. It wasn't a great football, a great football match. Um. Again, more fitness. You know, they, it was half a half for most of the players who started the game. Don't forget, a lot of the players as well had played night. Everton started had played ninety minutes. Obviously, Onana got his first action as well of the preseason. Um, in there with 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 Gomez as as well. Um, but again, it's about just putting the ball in the back of the net. We've got to find a way of putting the ball in the back of the net. Uh, again, I I don't think that's. I don't think that's with the players we've got at the club. They've got to come from outside. Hopefully, Dan Juma will will um, add something. One of one of the other issues, though, and I think I do think this is starting to worry people. The more the more like the days go on, and I'm noticing in comments and stuff, people are starting to get worried about the centre back position, aren't they? They yeah, are starting I to am. get worried again. Michael Keane started the game last night. I do think Tarky. Michael Keane will start against Fulham. Um, people are are worried about it because obviously Brantwaite is back, but but there's no guarantees that a he'll start the games or b he'll be up to the level. And obviously we finished the season with Yeri Mina, who, and I just think the golfing class between Yeri Mina um, and like Keane is just it's just night and day. It really is. I just... I, and I don't understand how I, I don't feel like Sean Dyche can't see that. I just think well, it's not like... that. It's not that he can't see it. It's what does he do? I know, like, but I can I can just imagine Dyche just being like, hey, he's a good sensor off. He can get his head on things. Uh, ultimately, though, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's. I think he'll know. Just, yeah. He'll know that, and he's got he's got a few weeks to sort that out. Of course, he's got a, well, he's got over a month to sort that out. Um. So, but it's definitely a position because I just don't, personally, I just don't think the four centre-backs we've got going into the season are anywhere near good enough. You know, you've got Tarkowski, yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be a, um, he's going to be the main man. And again, he was captain last night, so he's probably going to captain the team in the absence of Seamus Coleman rather than Jordan Pickford, I would imagine. Um, but then you've got Michael Keane, Ben Godfrey or Brantwaite, well, Michael Keane, we all know he's. I think he's he's shown that he's not quite good enough. I'm being nice to him there. Brantwaite is young and he's raw, and of course he's coming the, off the back of a preseason in Holland. And then you've got Ben Godfrey, who is erratic. I would say, yeah. you know, he's an athlete. He's got pace. I don't think he's particularly good in the air. I don't think his positional play is particularly good. I think that's what lets him down more than anything, his, his positional play. He gets lost on the pitch, doesn't always know what's going on around him. And I think we are genuinely lacking that someone in there, someone who's got stature. And, and I think, I think yeah, we're all focusing on the forward positions, but we've got to be very careful that, that we don't... We've got to improve the centre-back positions. We really have. I think you need better. The problem for me is because we're not scoring a, a lot of goals, your defense gets weakened and you concede more. And I don't. Th- it's not like it's not as if we're going to bring one player or two players in that going to completely transform our team. That adds thirty goals. 
you know, we saw last night, I think, like, he will be missing chances. It isn't just a... It's not just, like, a sign of pre-season. We've seen it... We see it all season. Yeah. All our players in all different positions or areas of the pitch getting in front of goal and the and the poor. When you look at other teams and you've got, like... You've got players in all sorts of positions. Certainly against Everton, just mm. popping up with, with goals. And we've got a few players who score goals. Certainly not enough goals. You know, McNeil's through last season and they can be good in front of goals if you use them correctly but then you get players like you will be and oh, nah, no again so Corey's okay well again it's goal, but... again last night and again I know it's a friendly but you can't take things out of friendlies you know McNeil had one good run and he, he had great feet um, kept it on his left foot and, and had a shot and the keeper made a decent save but a Wobie had like three or f- two or three opportunities mm. to score and, and again not, when he gets in front yeah. of goal though he's like it just it's like he just it doesn't know how to put the ball in the back of the net when there's when there's when it's like in a one on one situation. And these things aren't like because it's pre season. We yeah. know these things happen all the time. And this doesn't seem to be improving. You should always have a corner you aim it's for in a certain just, position, don't you, or an angle. Imagine just imagine how him. much more confidence and how we'd have in him if if he could just like do the basics, which is yeah. so yeah, we need goals, of course. We need goals, we need we need goals, and the goals are still not in the club. It's not like it's not like a Wobie's going to suddenly become a player. I I don't think anyone's going to get double figures or anywhere near double figures. He's going to be, you know, if we got five off him, I think it would be a bonus. And then huge improvement. If the Marty Gray leaves, you you lose his goals. Hopefully, like um, hopefully you know Dan Juma hopefully doubles that. But you need you need a centre forward and and obviously going back to what we were saying at the start, you know, with Dominic Carvin Loon, that's your centre forward, that's your focus. But if he ain't playing games, then what what do you do? So, um, and you're right. Sometimes your defence looks so much worse because your forwards, the pressure mm. is enormous. You're trying to win games 1-0. The pressure is incredible. Well, that, that's why having someone like Dominic Carvalhoon is, is, is so important because you see how good his hold-up plays compared to, a, you know, Neil Mopé or Damari Gray at times who played up front last season. How much difference it difference it made and the pressure it took off the centre backs and I think thankfully under Lampard where we just kept dropping and and dropping as teams approach we've been a bit more aggressive now as you said our centre back get into midfield and win the ball back a bit earlier but it's that thing of getting you up the pitch yeah. you're not going to see that in pre season because we're dominating all of the ball against these teams but in the Premier League you're not going to have that so it will sh- it will mm. it will show how much more we need a centre forward when the Premier League starts so hopefully we've got one by then yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I just think if we can get us, if we if we we, especially in the one nils, like Mina, was um was huge was huge huge, for. Just this like his appetite, his appetite mm. to defend. Doesn't make a lot of mistakes. That's the number one thing, and 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 just. Is a hor- horrible player to play against, and we've we've lost that. And, and I know we only had them for the like those last ga- few games, but but look at those last few games. You know, Pat. You know he gets the goal at Wolves. He's he's good on the last day of the season. He's he's great at Brighton. Um, you know, Man City's Man City, isn't it? But we've just lost. We've mm. lost what we know. We've lost that potential of of. And it's, I think you lose some of that a bit with Cody we, as, we've well, lost Cody as well. Even Cody, I don't think Cody's as Cody was a good centre back. I don't think he's as talented as Mina. Mina's got that confidence and experience, and to have that in your back four, it it reflects. Might not be the right word, but it reflects on the rest of your players. Mm. So if you got someone like that who's confident and experienced, yeah, and who's a big character who talks, then. You, you you feel comforted by them, don't you? You look up to them. You know what it's like mm. being next to a centre back who who's experienced and and confident. It gives you that confidence. If you have got Michael Keane in there, who's making mistakes and it's not the biggest I, character, I think that's why. Nervous, I think that's you? why Tarkowski next to Branthwaite is something. I think a lot of us are hoping, yeah, and and willing to give it. I say willing. That's the wrong, that's probably the wrong way, but we. We've got hope that that could be the partnership because if you've got a young player next to an experienced head, and Sarkowski, by the way, like I watched them last night and I watched them against Wigan. He does not want anything to get past them. Anything. Mm. His appetite for the game is huge. He's a he's a captain, isn't he? And now, yeah, and now he might be the captain. Obviously, with if Seamus is not playing, Seamus Patterson again played last night. If Patterson can stay fit, Patterson will be our starting right back. There's obviously a time for Seamus. 
But if Tarki's the captain and now he's got his manager there and it's all everyone's comfortable, that could even take Tarki up again to another. Yeah. To another, like he doesn't. And if he's got someone next to him, and like I've played next to professionals, centre backs who've played. I've played next to them in games, and. The way they talk to you yeah. during games, the, the way they're protecting you, are well, they're me. just, they're just, the net, they don't stop talking. Yeah. They keep, they're telling you where to be all the time, all the time. I've said this for years. When you're, when, when you, when you're a defender or when you're in a partnership, you need an alpha, right? You have to have a leader. He's your alpha. Tarki's our, our alpha. For too long, we didn't have an alpha. Mm. We had Holgate and we had Keen and whoever else. Yeah, he's an alpha, but obviously he'd be out. You need that one person who grabs the whole of the back four and tells them where to be all the time. And I think when Tarki came in, he was a little bit like, he, he wanted to be that, but it wasn't, he, maybe he's new to the club, maybe he didn't settle in. Cody come in and he's a bit of an alpha as well. But now I think him next to Branthwaite could take, could take Branthwaite up a level. Listen, it'll it's not going to be straightforward. He's not going to just walk into the team and there's not going to be any teething problems. He's a young lad who's got so much to learn. But having someone next to him who's been around and has come up that same way of playing next to people who mm. who talk him through games. And it's you 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 think that football is just play and it's all oh we'll just you know you just get on with it and stuff and you don't these fellas talk you through games the they're telling you when to get up. They're telling you when to get tight. They're telling you what what space to get. They're always looking around. They're always keeping an eye on what's going on. And and him next to him, I think, would be huge. It's whether the manager takes that risk or it mightn't be like the first couple of weeks of the season or whether it might be something that um, the more he sees a brand point, more he, more he settles, the more he feels um, he can do the job. See, the problem with centre half is this is that this is what it, this is like. It's like it's like being a goalie. You can't, how often do you go, like after an hour, every other position on the pitch, after an hour, or we can make a change here, centre midfield, wingers, centre forward, you know, there's always someone to come on, you never change your centre backs, you never go, let's give him a game, mm. you never do that, you keep your centre backs for as long as you can, you might bring another one later on, later on, if you want to, if you want to throw the weird sub on, but you never, so it's really difficult for people to get opportunities, Um I so, I think the the a good benefit for Branthwaite is in terms of getting game time with that Dykes trust Tarkowski. Yeah, so yeah. Can get, so he can help get him through games. And you need it's certainly playing centre back, like you said, then they don't they're playing ninety minutes. You need someone to get through the game mentally. So if you're a young player playing centre backs, which is a position if you make a mistake, it usually leads to a goal. So if you're a young lad with the pressure on and there's people like Michael Keane who could see set your spot not performing. If you've got Tarkowski next year, that will fill you with so much mm so much confidence like you've got someone to protect you like I said before so and I, I that, would rather have him next to Tarkovsky than yeah Keane. you've got to have that relationship as well you've got to have that it's 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 a it's a protector isn't it it's like when John Stones came into the squad he had Jags there and John Stones is a little bit different because John Stones always is a fantastic player it's got, at that just enough arrogance but also what we saw of John Stones I think you're it's re-emerged in the last year at City of a player who, who was a defender first and a footballer. When he went to City, he started thinking he was a footballer and he started going backwards. I think a little in the last um in the last uh, season and obviously going into midfield, you've seen that that's re-emerged, that real um John Stones. But John Stones made mistakes. We all know that he made mistakes, but he had a manager who absolutely believed in him, didn't he? Um and didn't mind them making mistakes. And I think me and John were having a conversation was it yesterday when we were doing the live on Toffee TV Premiere? I was saying like, I wish, I wish going back, we could have like known a bit more about about like the man, what the manager wanted. Um, do you know what I mean? It's like, and then could have explained that things. Do you know what I mean? And mistakes will happen, and maybe it's it was it was a difficult time. And as fans, we obviously um, we obviously got on the backs of we got on the back of them for the old Christian and all that. And it, but it's hard to it. Yeah, it's when got, you're in the moment, it's difficult. Yeah, especially when the results aren't going your way. It's hard to see what people some mm. people are doing. It's the same with you know maybe if Martin has just stuck around a bit longer and, and 
got that money, that machinery yeah. gave him, he might have built something really good, but at the time the results are just shocking. So yeah, stuff yeah. like that just annoys you. I don't think that's like anything yeah. you could be, you know, should be ashamed about though. No. Football. Um, Jakey boy, I have to take I have to take umbrage with your comments. He says Ped and Ned are like Mina and Keen. Ped doesn't turn up every week like Mina, and Ned has got a mistake in him. Baz has missed his Taki. No, I have been here literally every single day for ten years. Baz isn't. Baz isn't this is our tenth. This is our tenth year season coming up, and I've been here literally every single day. Every single day, I might be on every single show because sometimes we'll 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 have Jack on or we'll let John on, but I'm always sitting over there doing something or sitting over there doing something. I'm I'm Jordan Pickford, Baz is Bernard, and Ped's, um, Ped is Mason, Mason Holgate. Been there, been there a while. Mason Holgate can always be relied upon. Mason Holgate, Ped is seriously Mason Holgate. Uh, Seriously, Mason Hall. Ped is disappointed in you, Ned. I thought I taught you Ped better than that. Is Jimmy Martin. Jimmy Martin. Okay, Jimmy Martin. Jimmy Martin. There you go. Thanks, Ned. I take umbrage at that. That's it. I'm quite new, like Jonah Pickford. You've been here for like four years. Jonah Pickford's been at Everton for like. Six years, so not much longer than me, and you'd fall apart without him. Um, and he's the highest rated in England, number one. Jakey boy, that is utter nonsense. I've watched too many shows where you con- where you contribute saying fair enough twice in and out. That is absolutely nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. If anything, I have too much to say. Not not you know. <laughs> Oh my god. I think you must have been watching another channel or something. Uh let's have a look at some of the comments. Ned is like Drenthe. Yeah, that's not having that. Hot tub hot tub time machine. You said you'd watched it. It was a great film. It is actually good. I like that film. I like it. Uh, um Gary Ward, Matthew Wilson, uh hello. Uh, Carl says yes sell 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 on Dom interesting Paul Cattle big P Cat says can't get rid of Dom for the supposed loan apparently it is a loan with an obligation to buy and I but I'm I'm just clearing that up Um, when you've got when when we haven't got anything else but Mopai I know Dan Juman is in but he's a wide forward and we need at least two more in any way. Fair enough, mate. Absolutely. Um, Jake says, "Afternoon, fellas. Do you think we, do you do you do you think we have to overall reduce the age of the under twenty three team? If Dice can make a decision on most of the players over the age of twenty and get fees for most of them, that is that he feels are not going to make the cut. Surely it's the best way to go. The younger the players do break into the first team setup, the better it is for us. Well, let well, let's be honest. The under twenty ones has the age has gone massively down." There's not many who are sort of over 21 anymore. They are very young. We are getting rid of them a lot earlier now. Um, I think so, most of like the 19, 20-year-olds are all out on I think loan, we, we have made a massive... No, players are out on loan, but they're more... You know, they are... If they're like 20, 21, I, I appreciate, but they're out on loan. And we're selling players, as we have done with Ella Sims this summer. You know, you get to like 23, 22. They're gone, basically, so... Um, yeah, uh, Tobias says we can't rely on him, but a fit Dominic Avalon is one of the best strikers in the league, in my opinion. Adam Mem says, I know you should not try to re- overreact over friendlies, but it took me an age to get out of, of Bolton, and I didn't get home until gone 12. Um, so I'm going to overreact. The couldn't squad finishes no higher than 18. Need a centre forward that goes straight into the team uh, at a bare minimum before Fulham. Everton Vikings says, we. We have brought in zero strikers to replace Dominic Avaloon in two years. We currently have Mopai as our only striker. Getting rid of Dominic Avaloon before we even have replacement then is lunacy stupid and planning for a disaster. Fair play. Gary Woods says, hell no, he can't go. Um, Rob Key says, I'd sell for 20 million, to be honest. Can't see Don playing 25 plus a season again. And I suspect the club won't offer him a new deal. So he's worth maybe 10 million next season and potentially leave for free. Now, of course, all this means nothing if he's fit. He gets a new deal, he'd be worth 40 plus million. 
but it all goes back to the lack of communication from the club all these interviews prior to after after friendlies the questions are just so nice why not just tell us he's training on looking good well the manager didn't even do an interview after the, no one done an interview after the match last night so there was even less communication which i find pathetic mm. i must admit i find that pathetic for the journalists who are there that everton don't put forward someone on after the game to talk about it um i find it poor we're all talking about communication and and there's no one there to talk about anything it's, yeah um Mike Rafferty, Michael Rafferty says if we can get him fit, love the lad, but we need to get him to get rid. Um, Lee McDonald says he'll never be fit, in my opinion, so cash in. Fair enough. Glenn Watson says uh, Everton will know the situation with Don Best if they aren't if they aren't confident he can get stay, can stay fit, grab the cash and run another season of not playing regularly would significantly reduce the transfer monies we would receive. Absolutely. Um, Degsy says, hi guys, desperate now rescored and everyone passing him shooting positions. Why are they still picking Mopai? He is now, I think, the worst striker in Everton's history. I don't think he's the worst striker in Everton's history, but I get what you're saying. Dyche and his team must know he's just not good enough. Our team to see our team seem to be getting told to look look for him as usual. He's so not anything like I've seen before. What about the lad at Sheffield United? Uh, and did I scores goals cheaper than the lad we are waiting in on in Italy? But we need at least one before the Portuguese game. But we need, but we need two. Calvin Loon is just a ghost at the moment. Who would buy him with the injury record? But to sort him out, get his head right, put him in the full train and improve himself. We seem to have enough money to buy a decent guy uh, at at our level, and we still have three loan spaces. The lad at centre back for Bolton wouldn't be a bad. Backup centre back. He had good fitness levels and uh, good fitness levels and, fig- and figures. Uh, Keen again was not trustworthy. All those under twenty ones last night proved what level our first team is at the moment. Yeah, uh, Adam J says I lads don't know if anyone's been mentioned, but did anyone else find those Bolton fans proper strange treating it like it was Olympiacos versus uh, PAOK uh, and trying to terror us all game when it was just a crowd of families. A few of them trying to start scraps at the train station as well. It's Tuesday night, lads. Friendly. Yeah, no, they were pathetic. They were we absolutely behave, pathetic. Yeah. Some of the stuff they were singing was just like, it's a friendly lads on a Tuesday. What are you on about? Uh, if Cam and Ned, this is from Glenn, played as a centre-back partnership, which one would be the alpha? Oh, it's already... Me and Cam play together already, and I'm constantly shouting at Cam. I'm sure I I talk okay. most anyway on a Thursday. Yeah. Neville's not great on a Thursday, but yeah, well, easily clear, me. Clearly, I play centre back. Everton Viking Ned, you'd be lucky to be Stefan Vessels. Never mind Pickford. No, I think people underestimate the job I do here because I'm young. I'm I'm an important vessel. An important vessel. Yeah. What do we fill you up with? Like if you if you popped me, yeah, and I burst. Yeah, you'd be goosed. But if you like popped a less important vessel, if we popped you, we. would be yeah, like a, like a vessel. You'd be, you'd be like, oh, collapse, wouldn't you? I don't think we would collapse. You, you'd, you'd miss me. We're like, if, if, um, if what? Someone less important went missing, or you sold them. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, sorry. Who, who we, would we, that so, less important person be? I don't know, because there's only three of us. Okay. Uh, the poll at the moment is 49% yes, 51% no. Cam's in the comments and he says, I'm I'm determined when you go forward and when you stay back. That doesn't make any sense. He says, I determine when you go that's, forward. That's, that's, that's you nonsense. That's so nonsense. basically Cam's saying he's the alpha. That's he's in absolute control. nonsense. Okay. That's between you and, you and that's him. That's rubbish. Danny says... The position these clowns who runners have left us in, we are in the third spin around the toilet bowl, and I don't trust them to get out the wall. The us out weaker in defence, no definite striker, and uh, and we are in a mess unless we get a striker in. But if you're any good, you wouldn't touch Everton with a st- stick. But that's but that's Everton. That is that is Everton. Um. Yeah, my dad's what? Dad, comment who's the alpha at 40. 
Well, he's your dad. Definitely What's he going to say? Well, he knows it's me. Well, Camp's Scam suggesting it's not you. He suggests. I listen. I'm not there. I don't know. I, I when I've been. I've when I've played footy with you. Obviously, clearly, you know, I take over. But um, Paul White says Ned is Mopai. I'm. That's rubbish. Mopai is terrible. I think I'm more like Alan Harper. You're not Ned. I'm versatile. You're not Ned. I'm versatile. You're not Ned. Social media, video editing, producing, directing, presenting, modelling. Modelling, yeah. Uh, Cam says, there's nothing wrong with it, lad. I'm the captain and the leader. Cam, that's nonsense. I'm there every week. I'm literally the alpha. Um, You're not even in the group chat, lad. <laughs> You're not even in the group. He's too, big for the, the he's too big for the group chat. He's too big for the group chat. Um, Just on the... um. Bill El Torre situation. Bill, Bill El Torre situation. Um, Everton apparently is still trying. Reports from Italy are they're still trying, apparently. So, yeah. They might need to actually spend some money on the lad rather than sending over Ned's en- uh, empty vessel, which is interesting. Um Steve Guy says, "Are we are we trying to get relegated?" Uh, Stephen Lamb says it's all right saying sell Dominic Carvalho, who in the right mind would buy an injury prone player. Well, Roman apparently that's that's yeah, why it's, Roman it's apparently not, it's not really our problem, is it? Um, they're apparently one. They're apparently the ones who want him. Um, David, that's a question for another day. That other question, and he also says I would not sell Dominic Carvalho right now. I want to see how he does before January window. But twenty five million would it be hard to turn down? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I've as I said, ideally I wouldn't want to sell them, but I'm also very yeah. conscious of Everton's financial situation. I'm also very, I'm very conscious that we already need a centre forward, and I appreciate that. But there's that thing of saying, "Well, we already need a centre forward," but we haven't had a centre forward with Dom. We've had a player who's played a handful of games, and and it's the question, and this is where it's like. People in football have to be have to be uh, serious about making decisions, isn't it? Is do you want a centre forward who's slightly less good than your other centre forward, but plays thirty eight games, or do you want a centre forward who's better but only actually plays twenty games? Will Will the fella who plays thirty eight score more goals in the thirty eight than the fella or the fella does in twenty? That's the question, isn't it? That's the question. That's what. That's the question. Football clubs have to ask themselves every single day. They're the decisions they have to make every single day. It's why Yeri Mina isn't isn't at Everton anymore because Everton decided they couldn't offer a contract to a fella who played seven times last season. Was he? Was it seven times? Something like that. Um. That's the problem. That that's that is genuinely our problem. We need we need more Tarkowskis. We need players who play every single game. Every single game. Uh the poll poll is done. Thank you if you answered the poll. No was fifty one percent. Yes was forty eight percent. Ninety nine percent. Don't understand that maths. Don't understand that maths, YouTube. That's what it says. Maybe it's like forty one and a half and fifty one and a half and forty eight and a half. But I don't know why they just round up. Um, no, they're all they're all it's a huge risk. Let's just that say they don't have like, to calculate. And in right. right. If he played thirty eight times, let's say, would he score more goals than Dom if Dom played twenty times? Probably, yeah. Yeah. But you don't that's the risk you're gonna have to take, isn't it? If we Sell Dom, we may lose someone who could play 30 games a season mm. if they manage to handle it mm. and therefore could score 10 to 15 goals. Mm. But there's a chance that he, and a good chance that he might score, only score a few goals mm. because he's not playing games. If you sell him, there's a chance that you may get a really good striker. And then the mm. flip side is you. Yeah. You waste that money on someone who's rubbish. Yeah, yeah. He goes to Rome and plays every game as goals. Of course, but that's the risk. That, you're but have that's to take. the club, isn't the club? are going to have to. Yeah. The club would have. The club will know that information, wouldn't they? They'll know that information, and that's the information that does just doesn't get shared with us as fans. 
We don't know what Dominic Avalon's situation is. All we get told is, I mean, let, let's let the end the back end of last season when we were getting told he was, oh yeah, he's nearly there, nearly there. For, so frustrating to hear the manager talk like that, and then he come back, and you know what did he play? Five, six games was it, or something like that? I mean, they were important. I mean, yeah, he mightn't have scored in the game, but against Brighton, he was, he was, he was huge against Brighton. <laughs> Absolutely huge against Brighton. I just want to know where is he? Like, where is he now? Yeah. Listen, what that's a decision. It is a. It's a big decision for Everton to make. It really is. If if there's a decision to be made, Everton would have to weigh. Everton would have to weigh up. Um, weigh up the situation. So. We will wait and see. We will wait and see. But uh, this Ned has got to go and alpha someone all over the place. So. We'll be back at, at 2 o'clock over on More Than A Game channel where we'll be talking about all the latest transfers around everywhere. Every, all the way, Premier League, everything. So uh, there's going to be a link coming up on the screen. Come over and join us for more hijinks and to find out if Ned really is an alpha or whether he's just Cam's bitch. If you just stay on the stream, yeah, it will teleport yeah. you like a portal. Yeah. Just stay like on the stream screen. and it'll just take you over there. Take you over like magic, like magic. Don't you, do you have to not even have to click anything? It's the sort. It's like the sort of magic that witches would be witches burned four years ago. Okay. They just set up an YouTube stream and they'd go. I just think people witch. were just burned. They didn't even have to be witches. They'd just, <laughs> yeah, they'd just be like even laughing about people getting burned. Like that witch. Fair play to you. Is Basil's real name Basil? No, it's it's Badger. Badger man. Badger Basil Badger man. That's his real name. It's just bad. Badger Badger Basil. Badger, Badger, Basil Cass. Make your, make your mind up for God's sake. Badger, Basil. Uh, yeah, we're going to go over. We'll be also live at five o'clock. It is club, the club call. Um, mm. Yeah. We we, we, they may, we may set up the return of the calls if you're really desperate. I think it's going to be me and John Blaine, um, who definitely is an alpha in his shorts. So there you go. Uh, big thanks for watching. Uh, check us out now on More Than A Game. If not, Check us out at 5 o'clock for the club call. See you later.